we're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. There it is. Yeah, worst or not, you are now rocking with the most consent podcast, the most informed consent podcast on the quarantine internet. Uh, yeah, back. The first official Zoom episode of Worst Case Ever. Uh, kind of late to the game because everyone else was doing Zoom episodes already. A year ago. Yeah. Which is why we have to now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Um, yeah. You are now flying Delta Airlines. <laughs> I just saw a commercial for Delta, and I forget what they're fucking... It's like in the air. It's like Delta in the air. Like, yeah, some that's like... Not a, that's not a good line right now. You should have canceled that ad. Yeah, you should have just... The ad should be Delta. Maybe do it next year. Yeah. <laughs> Delta, we promise it ain't us. <laughs> it's, it's not what we did. Uh, yeah, as always, locked in the crib. I am your host, uh, Thoughtmouth Jerk, Falio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke, the Peshmod, Von Luftballoons. And uh, with me, uh, V is not really with me, as usual, separated out by the magic of the internet. In spirit. It's, uh, my man, Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Whitey Bulger Cam, uh, yeah, and, uh, Silvery Plath, as well, is in another secret location, Witness Protection, a.k.a. Yoni Berra, a.k.a. Rhonda Morgan Betts, out here in these streets. <laughs> Rhonda Morgan, all bets are off, Rhonda! Um, so yeah, we are hoping... That you are still rocking with the worst. We're gonna f- basically figure out if this episode even works or not, because um, you know it's experimental, like everything yeah. in uh, the the Covatron. Actually, I just saw a news article saying that it might no longer be experimental after this week, Tuesday. They might um, accept the Pfizer one or some shit. And oh it will no yeah, longer no, be experimental. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard by Labor Day. Although I don't think that necessarily makes it no longer experimental. Yeah, but but still no apology for the whole opium thing. The opium from the FDA. When I was looking at the oh, website, yeah. I was like, "Is there an apology for how many dead people from those opiates you said were cool?" Yeah, and yeah, no. those were FDA approved. Yeah, yep. nothing. Yep, uh, and you know Johnson and Johnson's out here paying off cancer patients in mass numbers, and <laughs> their name uh, is funny. Yeah, dick and dick. Like, what? I love it. You know, it's like you might as like have a pharmaceutical company called Woody Woodpecker. You know, double dog names, names for dicks. Yeah, you get a double dose of this dick and uh, is really the essence of it. It's wild to have one of the companies that's making this vaccine that you're supposed to trust in while they're paying off a class, massive class action suit for thousands of women that they gave cancer to knowingly uh it's just not a trustworthy thing uh but we don't need to go that far down that rabbit hole well uh, in their defense it was mostly racist and it wasn't all women 
it was just certain races of women true they just you know they they only targeted certain specific women they didn't want to kill everybody in the advertising they targeted them but baby powder is what johnson johnson baby powder is widespread use. i put it on my balls oh. often uh yeah no i had when i read the article how it doesn't cause testicular cancer that is kind of bugged out right yeah, they're on the outside hmm. is that because the balls hang out is that a thing i think we go to the doctor less too Oh, like, yeah, so we, we didn't know. We yeah, know. he's no. like, didn't know. Oh, so it's like a rapid COVID testing. Like, who knows yeah. if it tests right or not? Nobody yeah. really fucking knows. Um, but I love he, the idea that rapid testing and there's just like a monkey with dice. You know, I, like, <laughs> oh, positive. Yeah, it's like the yeah. you know, the South Park episode about um about how uh, Family Guy jokes work. And it's like, there's four dolphins that knock a soccer ball into a slot. Um, that's kind of how it feels, honestly. Um, it just fucking... Yeah, and I, I, I can't go too far down, but, like, I will say that, like, the rampantness of Johnson & Johnson baby powder, when I literally... Uh, I was reading the article originally about the class action suit and the history of it and how far back it goes. And I was in the bathroom and I turned my head and I looked over the shelf and I was like, it's still right there. Like it was like yeah. this bottle of Johnson and Johnson was just staring over my shoulder, watching me read the fucking article itself. I and threw it in the trash. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, know, when I, was... I used your bathroom one time and I saw it. And I dropped it into the garbage can. That's my balls. That's you. true. I did. My balls. Thank you. I will tell you that. Yeah, one summer of of um working at a bar, doing bouncing, so like sweating my ass off every single day, and the shaping that happened. Like I used up all my baby powder and gold bonds, and had to go get new stuff, and there wasn't any. This is like probably a decade ago now, but I remember mm -hmm. going to CVS and being like, "The fuck did baby, baby powder used to be in pop, you know popular? It was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now it's not anywhere." And they had like a couple weird ones that were totally not just you know talc anymore and that's mm -hmm. when i first noticed there was something going on and then all the uh, commercials started up on like late late night bt they were like did mm -hmm. you use johnson johnson baby powder between blah, 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 blah. an advertisement in jet magazine blah, 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 blah. you know that's, that's yo and between the years like it's it's wild because it's like between the years of 1954 and 2018 it's like I don't know. Are you are you a human being alive in the last century? Then you fucking use Johnson and Johnson baby powder. Like Biggie has a fucking line or song where he says, "Sold more powder than Johnson, Johnson and Johnson." And Johnson yeah. It's like one of it's possibly my favorite Biggie line ever. I didn't understand the irony. Probably nor did he at the time. Uh, but that's just how massive of a product it is. I went to the spice aisle trying to find like another herb or some company that sells like basils and shit okay. right and mccormick that's the only one you ever heard of there's right. not another one there's a couple of the, the organic ones that are out there mm. but i wanted to write a rhyme that was like you know between these years i sold more herb than something and mccormick but right i still have that line waiting because i have nothing for that one blank nothing also it just never it will never resonate as as much as johnson and johnson and also yeah. like uh, what I also learned through that fucking article that I read, well, I read a number of them, but like, first of all, I might be the most ass ignorant person on the show, probably so. Uh, but like, I didn't understand that uh, talc was a mineral 
and it like talcum powder is called that because it's the powder that comes from this mineral. I also didn't realize, I always thought that asbestos was a man-made fabricated material and it is not. There's like six different minerals that all fall under an umbrella of. Yep. Apparently uh, it absorbs heat, you know, that's, that's it. And fire apparently, yeah, but. Yeah. You know, they, they thought it was uh, uh, worthwhile to put uh, in firemen clothing and in schools and all that shit. But, like, that, you know, the whole point of contention is that, like, talc and several forms of asbestos are minerals that are often found naturally bonded to one another. And yep. somehow uh, a corporation as enormous as... Johnson and Johnson couldn't figure out a monetarily satisfactory way to separate the two. Yeah. Uh, but like, well, did you guys ever try cornstarch on the balls? Yeah. Well, I yeah, but like for like a root, you know. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, like thicken up my stoop, or like in yeah. a <clears throat> cobbler. But like, what if you want to thicken up your balls? That's why I didn't ever use it on that. I was like, I, it, there's moisture down there. I know what happens with that stuff. It'll thicken the moisture. No, I feel like it really... See, talc is like, I always consider baby powder to be like I don't... An, an oil suspended in a powder. So it's like, it's lubing my balls and my skin so that when the skin and the balls touch, they're just like the lube just gets them... See, that's interesting Instead of like because... the friction that burns them. If we're talking about, uh, like, ball sweat, uh, I gotta say, like, uh, baby powder is only effective uh, for the balls and to, uh, it's, it's, it's a preventative for chafing. You can't, once you start sweating, you're actually just, it's like, it's like water and flour making glue, like, like sweat and baby powder, not unique to the balls, but like, that's just and now, basically, and that now you got sticky like balls, like you're making bread down like, there. So maybe corn starch is and it just kind of doesn't necessarily, to me, it doesn't do that. And it doesn't have that smell. Yeah, that's, I mean, what baby powder? The fresh, the freshness. I like baby powder smell. Yeah, but, but other I mean, people are. I hope for your sake. Anywhere I like it, but like, not once it. Uh, it's, it smells baby better powder? than. Is that really them. like the scent? If, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, when you're like in the it's you know ball area, like like changing a baby's diaper. Well, oh, it's yeah, not going to okay. be alone down there, you know. Like it'll be mixed with other smells from the general zone. The, the general zone. That's actually Adam Strange's the new thing, show alias, General Zone. <laughs> now, the thing about shaping, too, is it's not like it, it – you never know. Like, I don't always have it. I can be hot and walking around and have it or hot and walking shaping. around. And Wait, it. you mean chafing? Just, yeah, like shaping. Okay, you said, sha- you said shaping. Chair. I can't say it right. Chafing. Sha- chafing. Sha- chafe, like you chafe. Chafe. Chafe Guevara. Adam – Adam Strange, aka Chafe Guevara, aka Chevy Chafe. That's that's not a good word for that for what that is. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say they need to make a better word for like the, the little. Really, burn. Chafe just sounds to me. That sounds like what it is, like an irritant. No, I think it sounds. Chafe like, sounds irritating. Like scraping some wood off of some something with a, with a piece of metal. You know, yeah, chafe. that sounds like it would be yeah. irritating. I guess. Yeah, no, it is. It just it's. I can't say it, so I want a different word. All right. Well, I just it's thought like you said m- malevolent. I, 
it's another. Yeah, I can't malevolent. Say that one. It can be tough. Like no, rural. Rural is tough for a lot of people. But Chase? Oh no, it's just me mentally. I don't know why I can't say malevolent. Malev. I can't. I don't know what the fuck. Like my brain was just like. Mm-hmm. He was like, my balls, I was walking through a rural area, and my balls were doing some malevolent chafing. <laughs> the heat was so malevolent, my balls were shaping. It was shaping? That's what no, I thought. No, it sounded like you said shaping, like, as if, like, because that would I yeah, no, that's what I thought he said, too, because it just honestly would have made more sense, because... That's what I meant about powder only being preventative on sweaty balls. Like you have to put it yeah. there beforehand because once you're sweaty, uh, it just cakes to it. It's like you're creating a mold of your yeah. ball. Like you're shaping a, a facsimile of your balls. It still lubricates. A, a, a facsimile, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. It's not a good look, and that was. It wasn't a good look before we found out about. The asbestos. Yeah. It is not what's good for you. Now, I remember my schools, my high school had asbestos, and we had to actually, like, protest for two years for them to take it out. And that that's the crazy shit. They're like, yeah, we found out we have asbestos. And that was it. We're like, okay, so now we know that we're going to get cancer. We're like, yeah, yeah. We had to, like, leave class and sit outside for three days for them to be like, okay, we'll talk about it now. No, I was like, "What? We're we're leaving class? Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck asbestos. Let's go outside." You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then when they yeah. were like, "Why are you outside?" We we're like, "Cancer. It's got nothing to do with school." High school kids love a walk cancer. out. They love a walk. Well, also, I didn't know around there smoking. Just yeah, exactly. I that's I I went to every protest. I went to every single protest for that reason, um, but. Um, yeah, like it's, but it's also like it's not just the asbestos. Like the asbestos was in the school, it was in the baby powder. But like we're talking about a society that had lead in the gasoline yeah. for how many decades? Lead in paint yeah, it was in the home for years. Babies when they knew how fucked up it was. Like that, actually, Congress knew. It, they did a study. They did a big report. And Dude, like, okay, I, you, I think you guys need to trust everyone. science. And then 20, 24 years. And because... Years. <coughs> Trust 20, science, bro. 24 years until they made a law that said they'd have to do it in 12 years. Is what it was. Because I remember it was half. It was like 24 years. They're like, okay, in 12 years, we're going to do something about... And, and think everyone. about... Right. And so, but think about... So it's 24 years into that 12 years, which makes 36. But like, how many years were we burning leaded gasoline before they even realized it yeah, was fucked like up 60. to do that? So, like, you've got like a damn near. I don't a think it takes them that long to find out that it was fucked up. I think that in many just, of these cases, they knew it was fucked up the whole time. Well, right. They actually, care. One guy that it was trying to make um, he was trying to figure out how to do carbon dating, but he every time he'd go to do it, everything he was testing was totally covered in lead. And it wasn't until he like made a clean room and then tried to search where the lead was coming from that he discovered that the car exhaust and why why it was there in the first place. But it was that that was somewhere in like I want to say the the 40s, like mid 40s, that they discovered it. And we're like, oh, what the fuck is this? And they're like, oh, there's poison everywhere. We're like, oh, why is it in gas? And they're like, oh, to make engines not knock as much. And they're like, does that matter? Like, no. So it's like, so it's like a comfort issue. Yeah. 
Nobody wants to hear the car knock around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, but... Uh, it, but again, it made gas thin out a little bit, so people that were selling gas were making money because of it, because it was cheaper than gas. And they you could, could always the gas yeah. out some. Oh, so it's like the just fentanyl of the its dollars. day. Yep. Just track the dollars. It, yeah, it's it's the fentanyl of its day, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just cut it with some cheaper shit so we can, you know. Yeah. It was the baby laxative. It was yeah. fentanyl yeah. leaded gasoline, <laughs> yeah. No, except for it was killing us, so it was much it's more true. like cutting with fentanyl. Yeah. It's uh, true. I was like on the baby poison. powder, but it's true. Oh man, baby laxative. It's all poison. It's all poison. Is, is there nothing we can't blame on these babies? But in Johnson and Johnson's statement, they they called it shoddy science. We're sorry, it was shoddy science. Really? We didn't know that the baby shampoo shouldn't have ground up glass in it. Yeah. All ground up glass would clean these babies. It made sense. No more tears because Trust we, us have, now. Because we, we have eviscerated glass. We've eviscerated their tear ducts with broken glass. That's why there's no more tears. Uh, but yeah, no, it sounds pretty like truck. Barbiturates. <laughs> this will shut the fuck up out of that baby. I feel oh. a lot. Johnson's shampoo. Thalidomide, huh? Wear gloves if you've been drinking. <laughs> I feel like any course all the parents were drinking in the 50s. They had martinis, babies crying on the floor. Did they stop? No. Drinking martinis. They didn't in the 50s. They stopped drinking martinis for a while. But then they were like, we can put apples in these motherfuckers. And they came back, sex in the city or something. I don't know. And, and also, uh, you know, there was the technique of putting whiskey on a baby's gums when it's teeny. They could shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that was pleasant for the baby. I was, the taste, probably not. But the sensation. But it's, you know, it's I, I real questionable. I definitely grew up in a world where every barbecue, there's at least five adults that were like, that you knew who to go visit at the barbecue that were like, here, here, here give him some beer. Give him a coffee. Here, 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 you'll be a man, boy. And you do, oh, yeah, yeah. get good and drunk. Your mind be like, who's been giving him beer? But like, that was definitely my, my childhood was like, oh, I we're still have a lot of members weekend. of my family that do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely, uh, 4th of July barbecues. We're definitely an occasion to like uh, sneak a few sips. Like, I don't recall ever like feeling buzzed like as a kid, but you know, well, how would I know the difference at this point? You know what I mean? No, I um, had a grandfather that I didn't know very well, but like I went to stay with in the summertime. And at 13, I had a cut co- his a cousin that lived there mm-hmm. and um, had been like abandoned by his family and like lived with the grandfather now. He would let us finish whatever he had left in the fridge. And he would tell him, hey, boys, when I go to bed, that's yours. And there'd be like probably six beers left out of a 24-pack. Like on a night-to-night basis? Yeah, like how old, how, how old were you? He was 99. Time? Okay, I was probably 12 or 13. 99. He'd wake up every day, walk three miles to a general store that he worked at for his pay, a pack of cigarettes, and a case of beer. Come home with his 24-pack and drink it until in- there was like six left. And, and then he we, walked home with a fucking case. Yeah, yeah. it's like the the a and some filterless palmos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, how he yeah. lived so Lucky long. Strikes. Yeah, I definitely guarantee you that's how he lived so long. Yeah. Every single time that you read an article about anyone, like, oh, world's oldest man or woman, like, how did you live to 124? And they're like, um, I take. Uh, one slice of Texas toast. Uh, I fry it in fat back, and I drink that. 
Now, I eat that uh, while I drink a pint of wild Irish rose and smoke an entire pack of merits in one sitting. And, and it's genetics. I mean, straight up, it's got to be when they, you know, they're like, well, pe other people had that same diet and they fucking died because they had different genetics. You know? I, yeah, and I mean, I don't, some people I, don't get sick like other people get sick. Yeah, that is. I, I mean, that's that's become evident. This episode brought to you by the Delta variant. <laughs> <laughs> that's a th when you get when you get fly get, Delta Airlines. You are now flying with the worst. Do positive tests tell tell people what what their variant is? They do not. No, okay, they find that out actually. Uh, Chief Health Correspondent Silvery Plath, uh, do you want to explain to the listeners how uh, they find out about variants now? I feel that that was uh, an oversell because my understanding isn't <clears throat> super technical, but basically what it is is that they do the testing across the board. So when you go in and do your test, it's a positive or a negative, and then they take sampling of like groups of tests over time like in a specific area when it starts to seem like the numbers are drastically increasing and then they do an aggregate like they do a statistical aggregate of what they would imagine extrapolating that number like okay then it must mean this so if we see it replicating or you know being this contagious all of a sudden or all of us you know this area has 10 times as many cases then we're going to take a group of sampling from this one and then we'll nail it down and say oh if these came up positive for the Delta, then we will make an aggregate and assume that means this many of the numbers of this area is what it is. And so like they are testing for it, but it's only like in specific areas and it's like groups of samples at once and then equations to determine like how many they feel it was or how fast it's contagious or if it's worse or not, except that keep, I don't know about you guys, everything I'm reading is that just changes so rapidly, right? Yeah. There's this like, super hyper fascination about like whether or not the people that are undergoing certain types of symptoms are vaccinated or not or xyz and breakthrough cases are rare and as we know they're, they're clearly not perhaps hospitalizations and deaths but honestly deaths are really rare with this despite how much they're saying it's so much more intense and so much worse but if you just look at the death numbers i mean they're drastically lower and i don't think that uh you can necessarily just attribute that to the number of vaccinated people because it, it doesn't work out like if you do that math so it's interesting like i think the delta variant while it does seem highly contagious um and definitely causing a lot of like symptoms in people that are testing positive despite being vaccinated yeah i don't know if it has the same you know like this lethality fear of this is what it's now doing i mean i hear a lot of things but when i try to follow up and actually find the specific numbers or cases i'm not finding them there it, it feels like a lot of just sort of stories or anecdotes or urban legend or you know just i don't know well yeah no everything that i've read it's like it's far more contagious but it's not been proven to be more deadly but also like uh and I'm going to source this one right here. At the beginning of the pandemic, I watched that program, Box Explained, which I was watching that a lot anyway. I don't know that it's a reputable uh, journal of science, uh, but they were basically explaining how uh, diseases, epidemics, and pandemics work and all that, and that there is a relationship between, um, like, how 
there's kind of a like they graph it on vector lines right so like it's contagiousness versus lethality um will determine how widespread any disease uh really becomes right because if something is too deadly like say you remember like a few years ago um ebola which is a terribly terribly terrifying disease uh but it is such because it's so fucking deadly and kills so rapidly that it generally doesn't spread uh too fast because one of two things will happen either it will kill the entire group of people that is now infected before any of them encounter other people or by the time someone who's infected does encounter another group of people they are so visibly like ebola you know you're like bleeding out of your eyeballs and your ear holes and shit it literally liquefies your organs right so if people who aren't infected see someone that has been infected for more than a day or so they're like oh shit quarantine that motherfucker you know what i mean so either it kills everybody way too fast or the symptoms are very evident to others so fast that they become forced quarantine right so that was just the example that they used whereas like other things uh that are very contagious but less lethal which is what we've been dealing with with COVID, which is that it kills specific groups generally in big numbers, like people that are immune compromised or of a certain age or obesity or things of that nature, but that it's very contagious and kind of hides out in like, cause some people don't get it at all, or some people remain asymptomatic when they have it, or other people experience it as the flu and other people, it's extremely lethal for them. You know what I mean? So uh, they were explaining that that is the kind of, uh, vector line relationship between like how contagious something is versus how deadly will dictate how far that it spreads and how therefore dangerous it can be. Dude, check out the big brain on Falio. Come on. Now, I just read this thing about how like there's the three versions of Delta now and there might be more, which I don't even really begin to understand. There's Delta, American Airlines, and Pan Am. And, and that, what I um, heard. Somehow that Panera bread. This doctor, with the, the whatever the article was hoping for, that if there was one version of it that came out that didn't kill people but was highly contagious, that might be mm. one of the best things that could happen because mm. it would produce tons of antibodies without fatalities. Right. But then this whole long COVID thing comes in, which is like, what if you develop symptoms in five years? You know. Uh oh, yeah. I just got a um. This, those that are you just got upgraded this no i just got a thing saying that until i upgrade i'm going to um i only have a 45 minute limit to my oh shit well we get cut off short we tried to warn you that we're educating the people about the delta variant and the minute we started talking hawk all uh, on zoom saying to fucking replace us with some fucking i don't know covid deniers or anthony fauci fucking routine i don't know what's happening i don't know how they're taking this episode uh but i'm just letting you know now Uh, have you seen the thing that apple just put out you know what's up i don't know if this is real it's just beginning articles might be some bullshit but like that apple is going to begin scanning people's photo albums and um icloud for child abuse oh well what's really weird is i 
I mean, this is in a, not Apple specifically, obviously, but I posted a photo on a story on Instagram one time of my friend's son in a bathing suit sitting making a sandcastle. Like, it was in no way suggest. I mean, it wasn't even a naked baby or anything. I mean, he's fully in this, like, bathing suit. Just And they flagged it. It wasn't suggested. moved it. And they, was he a little shredded? Was he kind of like Rip Shred or? Gross, bro. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting this kicked off of fucking Zoom now for sure. <laughs> That's really intense. I mean, yeah, I have mixed feelings about it, I yeah. guess. Like, yeah, I'm I'm against child abuse, but I am scanning photos is just absolutely yo, like, and also like what what other I mean, like are you gonna be like, well, there's a double homicide, but I don't need kids, so let's keep moving. So I know, like how many and if now you're doing that, then you might as well get any photograph of fucking weed in a state where it's not legal and go ahead and call the cops on them too, Apple. No, and this is this is disingenuous as fuck to me because uh and Silver, you give me your opinion on this, but like you were the one that educated me and I believe Adam Strange as well about how like you talked about it on this show for months about how uh was Pornhub was well aware that a lot of the stuff they were showing was sex trafficking, uh, pedophilia shit, but and then they were just making and, and, and so much uh questionable, if not straight up illegal sex crime material but they did not take any of it down for years and it like and then when because they were making too much advertising dollars off of it and so when they finally did get backed into a corner and forced to take down what was suspected material it was something like 80 percent of all of their content and like I trusted that you were when you said like it was rampant. I was like, okay, that's crazy. And uh, actually quit looking at the site altogether. I boycotted it because, you know, worst case really educates people. Um, but it, like, but I took you at your word that it was like, it was a lot of it there and rampant. But when I saw the statistics and it was over 80% of the material, okay, so I just find it. They let that go on for years, but suddenly the reason Apple needs to rifle through your personal fucking pictures on your phone is because they're so goddamn concerned about uh, child abuse and whatever else is going on. I I do not buy that. And, and how much child abuse happens that gets reported and nothing fucking happens? Nothing already. Happens. When like right. if they have reasons, let's help the children that we know are in need instead of like just flushing them as well. It's definitely I mean, stripping our rights and our privacy in the name of safety. That's false. I mean, that's what they use the fear since the beginning of yeah. time to find ways to control us and go through our things and take away privacy since forever. And I think that, yeah, coming back to like children over and over, it's just the it's the one place they back you into the corner where there's not a whole lot to say because nobody wants to say I don't See, want to protect children. But we know no, that that's not And I've got at least one or two pictures of, of my kid in the bathtub. Not a lot of them, but like... She, she will, like she will make a hat out of bubbles and be like, I, I need a picture of this now, Daddy. Go get your phone. You know, like that's that's a thing. And like I don't know if I want to keep those in my fucking phone now. It's an Apple. I know? definitely, in fairness, I they, definitely would at them. I don't want them the, looking at my kids' photographs in my phone. You know, yeah, that's absolutely. Weird. That's when it becomes illegal. Like if me having it is fine. It's somebody no. else fucking looking at it that did not get permission from me. No, I'm this is paying to hold it for me. This is dead ass the same fucking 
process by which, uh, you know, they're prosecuting uh, kids for sending nudes to one another, yeah, like a dude a sending pic. a dick pic to his girlfriend or, uh, uh, you know, a 16-year-old girl sending her boobs to her fucking 16-year-old boyfriend and then under the guise of like, oh, we have to protect them under kitty porn laws, but the kids are actually the ones being prosecuted for taking pictures of their own junk and whatever. And this is exactly why, like, you know, Obviously, no one here uh, is standing for or defending pedophilia, but it's the exact reason why the ACLU takes uh, certain cases um, involving new laws regarding pedophilia, if you will. You know what I mean? Because there are certain agendas that they know that no one's ever going to stand up for, like, Oh, you know, we got to prosecute pedophiles. Well, of course, everyone believes in that. But it sets certain precedents. Well, like, well, if you can do that to pedophiles, then you can do that to other people. You know what I mean? And that's why the ACLU takes those cases, just because they're like, that slippery slope shit, you know? And and uh, it's, it's honestly what you were saying earlier, Silvery, is that, like, they it's like the Maud Flanders defense. Like you can get away with anything as long as you act like you're protecting children to do it. You know what I mean? You can violate anyone's privacy or civil rights as long as you're like, yeah, it's because uh, we got to protect uh, children from pedophiles. Essentially. Plus, isn't Apple the one that, you know, like inhibited Facebook's ability to do that through their device and kind of touted themselves as being the most like protect well, your privacy, protect your, you know. But that was for profit. And, and that's the only difference. Like there's no profit. Like, honestly, this was going to lose them profit. You know, like this is going to lose them customers. I don't see anybody like getting an iPhone because of this. You know, like I only there's and like Facebook, what they were doing was to sell that data. And like Apple's not going to be like selling the data of who's a abusing kids you know so what do you think the benefit is for them then if it's not really protecting kids and they're not going to make any monetary gain they might think they're protecting kids i mean and in the end it probably will save some kids you know i mean it'll definitely catch some pedophiles you know you know if they're if they're reporting people with naked kid pictures in their phone or and then they can like hand it over to the feds like that would be the agreement then i don't know Right, but that's also an odd stance for them to take because Apple is the company that fought the FBI about handing yeah, over uh, passwords and all that shit for, yeah, for mass shootings and whatnot. And that's the thing is I don't think they do, they're not going to give the FBI the info probably. They tell the FBI like, hey, here's where that guy lives. Ooh, who the fuck are they giving it to then? I don't, or whoever, the FBI, but not, they're not going to be like, here's what we found in their phone probably until it's like a court case. I think they would be like, hey, this guy, go there. Go check them kids out, and then they. The you can't do be, that without evidence. Though. And then the system would be like, "Well, we're already overwhelmed." Well, I mean, you can call anybody right now, and you can call cops and be like, "Hey, this house—they're abusing the kids." Now they have to go to that house. You know, there's a commercial mm-hmm. right now for like the new Venus and Serena movie, where it's like Will Smith comes home and the cops are at his house, like, "What do you mean I'm hard on my kids?" You're, you're, you're of course I am. That's how you make good kids. You haven't seen that ad Wait, yet? Is it, no, I have not. Is an ad I don't... 
Venus and Serena movie where a cop is at a, the dad's house and the dad comes home. And Wait, is like, Will Smith playing the father of my children? Of course, you I'm said hard, hard on. on. <laughs> uh, oh, we're gonna get flagged. No, now we're fucking. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, Smith Zoom. Is, is you guys playing, better not be on Max. Is playing Mr. Williams. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, he's playing the, dad. the father of the Williams sisters. It seems um, like it's a movie about him more than the, the girls. I don't think he would have done it otherwise. No. No. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith is not going to be like... He's like, uh, I can see he was like, look, I was Ali. I can be Venus Williams. No, yeah. I can <laughs> do this. I am the best actor of my generation. No, he, he definitely like, was going to... He would have played Serena, for sure. I have a wide yeah. range. Yeah. One thing you will never hear is... Uh, and the winner for best supporting actor is <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> um, he would definitely play uh, Serena Williams. He would play the shark from Jaws. Like he would just—he will go as long as like it's front and center. Like I think that if he got cast in Jaws, he like originally he would not have been Roy Scheider. He would have been like, no, I'm the shark, bro. <laughs> I just saw a thing where, okay, James Gunn came out in defense of streaming, you know, being like, because everybody's saying this streaming versus theaters or whatever right now. Mm -hmm. And he was saying like, look, man, I love Jaws. Favorite movie. Never saw it in the theater. Seen it a thousand times. Not I bet he was probably too young to see it in the theater. Yeah. How old is he? How old is James Gunn? I bet he's younger than 40. I saw the Suicide Squad. See that that movie just came out? The new one? The new one? Yeah. That shit is ass. Up and really? down ass. You like you know, I, I didn't watch it yet. I thought it was great. Dude, I was so bummed that he dressed Elba would be for the first few minutes are really funny and I was like, okay, they're gonna oh, like, intro, like, like go yeah. this direction with it. I can't thought say the spoiling that would just spoil everything. Yeah, no. Nah. I'm not gonna. But it is funny for a few minutes, but about fifteen minutes in, it becomes a hot steaming pile of fucking garbage fire. Um, I yeah, I I was. I would eat those dicks for liberty. Yeah, (laughs) that is. If you covered this beach with dicks, you said I had to eat them for liberty. I'd eat every one of those dicks. Why would they cover a beach with dicks? Dicks. (laughs) I don't know, but I'd eat them. It sounds uh, amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's there's stuff blowing up. There's people running around. There's colors. They're flashing and stuff. People are jumping. Uh, look, I, there's look. Blood. I'm not telling. Beach of dicks, bro. Yeah, I know. You fucking with it. You do things for it's, liberty. That's true. You are the liberty guns. No, of I do want to. I'm, I'm going to watch that show that John Cena's making. Like you know, like that. Basically, John Cena has a TV show coming on HBO Max about a character from that movie. Oh, he's doing the spinoff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I find him. Hilarious. Oh, I yeah. do like I do like John Cena. It was a corny character though, kind of really, I think. But he was supposed to be. And yeah, that's, it is. They all fun. are. Yeah, well, except for Idris Elba, because you yeah. can't unsexify that man. No. Um it's, it's true. Especially when they just let his uh like his beard, like the real silver come out and he's salt and pepper Idris Elba. You just like, yo, this is like this is problematic. You distinguished now. Like, he was always smooth, brother, distinguished, but like, yeah. Hey, you made fun of me for liking Hobbs and Shaw, but I only liked it because he was the black Superman. Wait, what? He dress elbows in Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like genetically enhanced, so he can like jump 
farther than other people or something or punch better. Or <laughs> like he can Which is the, weird because he he's in a movie with the, with the kick. Right, with the rock. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that is yeah. that is an odd fucking uh choice. But he calls himself Black Superman. That's why I say it. I didn't just think it up. Like they, they keep saying it in the movie. Yeah. And Shaq does not have anything to say about that. I'm sure he was like, I could have done that more better. Um, I can't do the Shaq voice. No, and not, I'm glad not, that I'm glad that you can. I'm glad not, that you can. Not, it's like not, not even still be woke. Yeah, Trump, no, 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 no. Trump got real mad about the Olympics being woke. Oh, like, I they're, did. They're woke over there. Oh, I, I did see something about that. Um, I didn't read the article. They were like mad that what's her name, Repione or whatever, like took a Rapinoe. knee. Uh, Rapino, is that how you say it? I think it's Rapino. Um, but she's the soccer player who was allowed to advertise CBD. Meanwhile, uh, the fastest woman on the fastest woman on earth doesn't get to be in the Olympics because she fucking hit a joint or something. As it, and not even in a race. Um, yeah, all that shit. Like, first of all, they're talking about like all the woke shit. Like, before we even get into the subject matter of that. The internet really has proven to be just um, a vessel through which white people ruin black slang at a lightning fast rate. Mm. Like, you know how, like, all throughout our upbringing, like, 80s, 90s, all that shit, pre-internet, it took the mainstream of square, corny white people a decade or two to get up on... certain you know black slang and it when even when they first were hearing it and getting up on it they found it terrifying uh and only after it was old as fuck you would hear it in like white tv shows like it was funny and edgy but like now the way the internet works is it just allows white people to acquire and cornify black slang at just breakneck speed and so like the fact that when you hear terms like woke uh being said on nbc news uh and also just by like donald congress trump and mike milley being like those who would accuse the military of being woke mm -hmm. he's like what (laughs) yeah it's just and yeah and so um but yeah, hearing all of them worry about what's woke, what's not woke, uh, what do they call it? woke capitalism now? About the fucking uh, what did Trump say about it? I'm just curious. Something about the Olympians being sad, and the, sad <laughs> and the athletes are so woke, and I don't even. I, I read it and I kept it, but I knew where it. And then Megan Rapin, Rabinhoe just like clapping back at him, you know. Um. And she's queer, so, you know, like, there's, you know, some merit in some shit. But it's also, like, dude, like, John Carlos and Muhammad Ali, and, like, there's just, there's a history there. Like, everyone... I think her tweet was um, something about, like, don't forget, Al Gore lost by 700, or Al Gore won the election by 700 votes. Hillary Clinton lost by 70,000 votes, or something. Trump lost by 7 million or something like, basically just like pushed in his face like mother you lost hard well that's also good just because it really turns the knife in his uh sense of popularity and his ego and shit that's all he really oh, gives yeah a fuck mr. About. Anyway. mr mr pillow fucking um 
had an ad on Fox. He's one of Fox's actually biggest advertisements at the time. Yeah, right for now. sure. You for know, sure. Most people only sprinkle a little bit. Like all the mm-hmm. car companies still advertise on Fox for just a little bit. He does a lot. Who's a little bit? They had one. He had an ad for his new cyber conference where he's going to give out all the new information about how um, Chinese thermostats had something to do with the election. Oh, I heard some Bible. I saw oh. a headline about that, but it didn't. But, but he basically had this new theory, and he has this new cyber convention that's going to happen and it was going to be on fox but the ads in the ad it said you know with proof that the election was stolen and fox was like nope that one violates our new rules and he was like oh you're not going to play that one ad and like yeah he's like all my ads are gone and then tucker carlson was like oh shit <laughs> you know that's my hell fuck <laughs> oh fuck so tucker carlson show bread basically has three quarters of their ads now are just for other fox shows when Tucker Carlson's on, all the ads are just for shows on the network. That's and, interesting because I and, can't and, be making them really any ads. money. That's like stealing from Peter to pay Paul, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's, it's in hopes that he doesn't say anything stupid soon, so eventually they'll come back. That's what happens. Everybody, he says something dumb, everybody runs. About Tucker? two months later, they start coming back in. Yeah. You talking about Tucker or the pillow guy? Tucker. Because both of them say dumb, dumb, yeah, dumb yeah, shit yeah. constantly. No, but I mean, Tucker gets his boycotts every three or four months. Specifically yeah. from advertisers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, he's really been on it. Yeah, no, he has. He he's, he's been quiet lately, though. The thing is, like, with Rona, with the election, he's got this big list of shit he can't really talk about. So first it was critical race theory. That's been his ongoing, like, they're trying to make our children feel bad about themselves, which is nothing, you know, whatever. It's, it's kind of like their whole trying to make a new boogeyman that doesn't exist because there's nothing to talk about right now. Well, for a minute, he was saying that they were going to take away hamburgers and we weren't going to be allowed to have beef because of the infrastructure bill. I don't know. That was a thing because I don't even know. And then it's this now critical race theory is they're being forced into all our schools, even though it really isn't. Hardly. And in return for in retaliation for teaching it. Now there's all these new bills saying that they can't actually teach anything that would make a person. It's I forget how they worded it in Texas. It's like the Texas social studies law is like, if it'll make anybody feel bad about themselves. And I was just like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, you should feel bad about yourself every now and then. You know, like... Yeah, especially if you've, you know, caused mass genocide and the enslavement of other people and that yeah. you continue to partake in a system that you benefit off of. That's, yeah. I mean, it's... It's an interesting thing because I read some of the... The law, and I think that I felt confused about what level of it could be interpreted by the people that are teaching and how much of it is stringent law forbidding certain type of teaching. Yeah. And I couldn't understand as much like whether it was um, like a leeway that we don't need to teach these essential parts of history that obviously should be taught or you may not teach because the way that I was seeing it was through the filter of a lot of people making memes or writing quotes or comments or, you know, and I didn't actually get down to like, which one is it? I mean, not ultimately that it's that big of a difference, but in it just Texas, still is, is quite a nuance. In Texas, there's like a list of actual things that you can't bring up. Like Thomas Jefferson having intercourse with a slave is not allowed to be talked about in Texas. And you're okay, encouraged- Okay, so it's not an option. No, and you're encouraged to videotape your teacher to have proof if they start <gasps> doing it. No way. Even in, pl- and it's, it's protected in places where it's not allowed to have, you're not allowed to have a phone in class. 
like if the rules of the school says you're not allowed to take video in class, the Texas bill would wipe that away and say that if your teacher was teaching that Thomas Jefferson had sex with slaves, then you're supposed to get a recording of it so you can get that teacher fired because they're not allowed to teach that. I Which is insane no. because Thomas Jefferson raped his fucking slaves. I was yeah, it's pretty. It's very well That's documented. I had no idea it was that like to yeah. that extent. I've... Yeah, and worse. There's like a whole list of like things you're not allowed to, to bring up in the classroom because it'll make someone feel bad about their heritage. Which is fucking insane. Because really, like that's the thing of like admitting that it happened. You know, is a big part of moving past it. And it will eventually come down to the fact that, you know, we're probably going to have to edit the Constitution a little bit. But that's the thing is they, they we're not going to have the big conversation. I think we're just going to it's just, yeah, kicking the ball down, down the hallway. Now, I did just hear that um, Madison Crawfish was in. Adelaide oh, yeah, totally in the airport to fucking, to fucking come to the um, our school board meeting to to tell our school board that they're all horrible, horrible child abusers. Because children might have to wear masks in the county. And, and then he tried to leave and the TSA stopped him because he had a gun in his oh, bag. Oh, was that just now? In the yeah. airport. Was this oh, yeah. oh, I thought that was from the previous. I didn't know that was leaving the school board meeting. It was nice. in Asheville. I knew that part. Yeah. I don't no, no, no. Yeah. But also, uh, I was just curious, like... If he thought that because he's a congressman that he could get away with it, or also wheelchair. let's and you know, the, yeah, the handicap thing, but have like a wheelchair, you just think, fuck it, I'm putting the gun in here. What are they gonna do? But also, um, let's be clear though, he was not all the way wrong because he didn't actually get charged. He got caught with the gun. He got fined. Did he get fined eventually? He got fined and he got stripped of his TSA special privileges whatever that is which does come with being a congressman that you have your tsa you know special thing that you fly through oh, or whatever so that you people might do you might so if you run for congress it might make it easy for you to move cocaine around you know mm. if you're in the market of moving cocaine around you should run for congress for sure uh, number one you have the money to fucking buy the ads be like hey vote for steve boom <laughs> That could, have, that, that could have been what happened in the 70s, for all we know. And half of these motherfuckers, we don't know what Pelosi's doing. She could have been running blow that whole time. I he mean, said he forgot it was in his bag. I love that. Like, you just accidentally threw a gun in your bag and spaced it. Or yo, it's I just in there from your last trip. You think kick back if you're in a wheelchair and you shoot a big gun that you have to like, put the brakes on first? Or, like, what's going backwards? <laughs> I never, I don't have wheels, so I would never thought about that. But I he, uh, well, it was, it was a nine millimeter, so nah, it's not going to do like that. But uh, that point aside, um, so what he claimed, Silvery, was that uh, that gun, quote unquote, doubles as his range bag. So like, he just didn't notice that there was a gun in it. When and it's like. Okay, A, you're trusted with leadership as a lawmaker, and you don't even have a, a thorough, comprehensive idea of like, oh, this is where I keep my guns. I should probably make sure there's no guns in the bag before I go to, you know, that's negligence on a pretty well, pretty high level. It's not uh, like he can do anything in the house. Then also, like, just... In the minority. You just you just got guns nimbly bimbly. 
just willy-nilly all over the place. Like, I just, yeah, I have so, like, essentially the defense is like, I just have so many guns. I honestly think that they're just everywhere. There's somebody that's probably from fucking, from Harvard that was sitting in a room and was like, I have an idea. Right before he goes in the airplane, can we put a gun in his stuff? And can we get like three or four reporters to be there waiting? So we can have him talking about guns? Because everybody seems to hate him, but if we can get him to be... You know, him and guns instead of him and Hitler's house and him and sexual harassment. This could change our internet search history to him and guns. And what's the worst that could happen? A small fine? Let's do this. Like, it could have been planned. You know? Wait, what does Harvard have to do with it? Oh, the, the people that have the idea to put the gun in his bag mm-hmm. so that the press can get a hold of it had gone to Harvard. I'm saying the people that gave him the political ideas. The people the GOP hired. To so these are Harvard righties or Harvard left? Yeah. You know, no, whatever. They're Harvard Righty. money. Cambridge Analytica don't give a fuck who, they're, who the money came from. The money's green. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting some places. I just said Harvard because that's where it's in Cambridge and I was trying to link to Cambridge Analytica. I see. No, no, I see what you did there. Honestly, you fucked me up because I was, I thought I had an argument, but I was like, wait, is Cambridge Analytica about Boston and Harvard and all that? They weren't, no, they just picked that name. They were like, that sounds smart. It does sound, it does sound smart. I forget the other, they had, there was another word they were going to use. The reason everybody's got British accents on fucking. was going to be in one of their words and they they chose Cambridge instead. Silver, can you do that pose again on Zoom? Yo, know, the guns are looking, you're looking strong out here. Those shoulders, like, you cut. I, how are you getting so cut in quarantine? You Like, you're doing a lot of sideshow Bob push-ups. Like, your shit is, like, getting a lot realer than mine. I, I have not really made a lot of forward strides in my quarantining. I'm, like, two days before I can get the fuck out of this booth. Um... So we gotta be getting close here. Oh man. Yeah, I'm in space. You guys are fucking missing out for that you're only hearing this, hopefully that you're hearing this at all. But Adam Strange is in fucking outer space on Zoom right now. That shit is fucking dope. Yeah. Um so we gotta be getting close to the end. I don't know how many yeah. minutes we got left because even uh Zoom has threatened to kick us off early. <laughs> but uh I just wanna like put some kind of good news in here, uh, which is that uh from what I read, Long Beach, Long Island uh is renaming uh the block that uh MF Doom grew up on with his brother oh. Brock. Uh it's gonna be called KMD MF Doom way wow uh, so that's super fucking rad as far as i'm concerned say um, kmf kmd mf doom KM, KM. and for anyone that does not know yeah. kmd was the name of before mf doom was known as the solo rapper mf doom he was known as zev love x which uh he was a, he was a member of a group called kmd uh, which stood for cause much damage, which was short for a positive cause in a much damaged society, which is my favorite shit ever. <laughs> this someone would shrink down a uh, name that big into three little letters. But it was him and his uh, twin brother, uh, DJ Subrock, and um, another guy, MC Onyx. And um, his twin brother was hit by a car and passed away. And uh, that's more or less... The short version of the story, that's that's basically how KMD ended. Uh, 
because things got real dark and fucked up uh, for Zev Love X, and they got dropped from the label, and um, he disappeared for, I don't know, at least five years or so until he resurfaced uh, on the sneak as MF Doom with the album Operation Doomsday, and then became like the person that you know anybody with any solar culture whatsoever knows like oh yeah mf doom he's the shit you know what i mean um, and he was on the gas base yes and, and when he was zev love X. X. so yeah his his actual like major label debut was uh the gas face from third base um so anyway but he is from long island and the town in long island that he um, was from decided to name the, the the stretch of his block that he grew up on on that road uh, to rename it KMD MF Doom Way and I think it's rad for obvious reasons but um, extra much points that it's not just MF Doom Way it's KMD MF Doom Way because that's given the love to his brother who passed away early yeah. as well and I just think that that's you know, I didn't know the man or whatever. I've just been a fan since. I mean, honestly, the Gas Face came out. I think when I was twelve, and I used to bump that shit religiously. Uh, I was in like the seventh grade, uh, so um, I've been a fan of Zevla back since. Of uh, Dumale, all of it, uh, and uh, you know, and I know the whole story of how they got dropped from the label and, and his brother dying and all that stuff. So, like, I would just imagine that uh, he would be a lot happier with it, essentially shouting out his brother as well, you know. So that's pretty fucking awesome. Did you know that the the Dungeon Family house that contains the dungeon? is sometimes available on Airbnb in Atlanta. Whoa. Big, big Boy bought the house, and um, he put it on Airbnb for a charity, so every now and then, but the whole house is decorated in, like, all Dungeon Family outcast shit. You know, like, he he decorated the inside posters and re reproductions of plaques, and then he re he built, like, an act. They finished the basement nicely and built a big, fat studio. So and you can just rent it. Oh wait, a, they built a real studio in the dungeon? Not, not full blown, but you know, like nowadays style, like DA, you know, a doll studio. There's a computer and some mics and some keyboards and NPCs and shit and SPs. So you Still. can like, rent the place, go make a beat and rap in the dungeon, record in a booth, and then have your song. How much you have to pay for that? Like it should be like a disproportionate amount. Right now, it's not much. It was pretty cheap because it's all for some charity in Atlanta. But apparently, it's going to go on the market for like hundred, two hundred dollars. I don't think it's in a nice neighborhood, you know. I, I mean, one would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dungeon, by all reports and video I've seen, it's like it was. I mean, the know. irony would be like you would think it would be more expensive because it's for charity, not less. Yeah, expensive. that's what I thought too. But yeah, it was like it wasn't much for the charitable thing. It's like forty bucks a night, crazy. Wow. Because I'd do it just to go. I'd spend that a night just to drive there and look around for 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. yeah. In the dungeon, hang, take photos, and then leave. Honestly, just hang out and smoke some weed in the dungeon. Like, that's, There's probably a rule against that because it's Airbnb. But it's Big Boy that owns it, so I can't imagine. He's like, Who you are you? Yeah. I'm just saying this Airbnb, they got rules. <laughs> I stayed at, at a 420. Um, me and Mike, we, we stayed at a, at a 420 bed and breakfast. Oh, yeah, we Airbnb did. Airbnb that was... 
How dare you my government name? No, you had to go. I, I was. I said I meant microphone. <laughs> pointing at my microphone. I bring my microphone when I travel. We did. We did say that fucking uh, that Denver Airbnb, Joel. But, but uh, you couldn't smoke weed in your room. You had to go yeah. to the room. The common How many area. Hotel rooms have you stayed in in your life? I'm so confused here. Yeah, they're kind of all uh, 420, as long as you're not Josh Blake. Yeah. <laughs> That motherfucker gets arrested for weed everywhere he goes. Um, even on stage one time. Uh, ooh, there goes those guns again. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I like the Zoom. I don't know. I kind of sold on Zoom episodes. I hope the audio for this works out because, like, I'm with it. I, like, you don't even know, like, what my gallery view is right now. So, like, I could be looking at all kinds of shit. Yeah. The thing is, like I like you were saying, when the pandemic first started, a lot of podcasts became this yeah. right away, and that's that looking at it reminded me of that entirely because they would put them on YouTube like this, where you'd see the people. Yeah. Also, how do I fucking change my background? You get to be um, in outer okay. space. Under Z. No, I tried, and mine only had blurry irregular. Well, you don't have space under there. Mine had space oh. under there. If you click ones that that say download, they download quick. This one was already there though. It's under yeah, zoom.us preferences, settings, yeah. and there's filters un in there too. It's like a tab for filters that'll give you the like yeah, vir virtual wait, virtual background. Virtual background. I'm in the bay now. What's up? Well, my computer doesn't meet the requirements. <laughs> That's just no. trash. Oh, I never should have upgraded. Did you download Super. Zoom into your computer? Or Probably you want to are you through your Probably browser? Not. Probably oh, through my browser. Uh, in the future, you should probably get it just because it'll um, it'll be better. So, but your hairless is looking really good on Zoom. What is, oh, <laughs> this, can't okay. be, this can't be the best. Um, it's my filter. It's my good hairstyle filter. I don't know. You got a real like uh, ScarJo Black Widow situation going on on him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with this. <laughs> oh, what? We got a fucking unicorn thing going on? No, I thought it was a dong, right? It's a rainbow dong. No, it's, yeah, a, it's a unicorn. It's a ice cream dong. Uh, it's a unicorn. It, but it's it works even better because you're in I'm outer in space. space. You're a fucking space brony. Yeah. Unibrony. That's how you know I'm woke. Oh, the rainbow shit. dong on my head. So you're about to win the Olympics? <laughs> is what you're yeah. Um, real quick, I don't know how much time we have, but can it's we talk time. about the boundless irony that um. Uh, President Joe Malarkey teeth stepped to fucking uh, Andrew Cuomo and was like, "Yo, you gotta go. You've been creepy touching yeah, ladies." But, yeah, but it, it's it's different. Look, no, I'm not saying it's different. That, that Cuomo doesn't got to go because he does got to go. But the irony now, like, yes, of President creepy touch being like, "Yo, you can't creepy touch girls, yo." Like that's that's ridiculous. Well, it's just it's just ironic. I'm not saying it's untrue, but it's like Godzilla stepping to King Kong. Like yo, you can't keep crushing these buildings, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you got knocked that off. <laughs> like come on, Godzilla. Like yo, Godzuki, you can't do that anymore. Like fuck, you talk about woke shit. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, like that, it's, it's, I, I can't believe that Cuomo's still in office and that there's not a machine that can just whoop the get him out. Like I know the impeachment's already begun. The, the machine is actual. What, there's a machine. It's what keeps him. him in. 
Yeah, but there should be both. There should be a machine that ejects too, you know? Dude, I'm honestly... There was an investigation. Everyone when it first happened, everybody's like, well, let's wait for the investigation. Okay, investigation came back. Fuck him. Let's fucking throw him away. I I think they should fire Chris Cuomo just to fucking be sure about it all. That's interesting. He's definitely on some goonery too, but uh, I'm so mad that the people can't see you Wearing the Minnie Mouse Tupac rag right now. That is so. It is so good. That is the most woke shit I've ever seen in my life, especially because for once you properly shaved your head right and now you're going to wear the Minnie Mouse Pac rag. I'm so happy right now that no. Oh, why'd you take it off? I didn't. I don't, I don't know. Oh, now you, you got. Put it oh. on my face. Yeah. He, yo, you went from. Fucking! Oh my God! So many, so many things are happening right now. Yeah, I'm not having any of these. All right. That oh, being said, soccer, bro. No, I'm a guardian angel. I'm on a subway in New York and bust your ass. Uh, Adam Sliwa. No, you got a gun on you. Yeah, no, I. Guardian angels are funny. They should get a movie one day. No, there's definitely gonna be one. Um, some of them are already famous though, but uh. All right, that being said, though, like, yeah, like, Cuomo's got to go. He he definitely has been on some bully, goonery bullshit for, you know, his entire career. Um, and he even, you know, like, he appointed Letitia James to head. <laughs> Yo, stop changing your visuals because I can't talk about shit with you. Yo, I love you, teeny hat. <coughs> um. No, he appointed Letitia James uh, only because the person he tried to appoint, who was his main goon, Danny, uh, like he knew he felt her up last month. Like, yeah, I was gonna like, put Marsha in charge, but I grabbed her ass last week. Letitia, I don't think I've ever grabbed her ass because I'm racist. You're right, but you no, know, he he um, he only put her in charge because it was demanded as such, and then later tried to you know. Be like, oh, she's uh, she's only doing this at the behest of Preet Bharara so he can fucking run for office and all this shit. Um, but that being said, one of the creepier things that I heard uh, that he had done was one of the women that he sexually harassed was... Um, uh, I believe it was a, uh, a New York State trooper that uh, was more or less a rookie, had like maybe two years on the job. And I think that while, his, if I understand the story correctly, that's not necessarily what we do here on Worst Case, but my understanding of the story is they were, uh, you know, moving through. He saw a certain female trooper that was working security in maybe a bridge they were driving through or wherever the fuck they were moving through. He inquired about who it was, basically got her promoted through the ranks so that she could work on his security detail, specifically so that he could sexually harass her. That is... And and mind you, the reason I bring up the fact that she was, uh, you know, like a one or two-year rookie or whatever is because uh, the person at her uh, level of 
history in a job, you're not allowed to work as the governor's security with like just two years in or whatever. You yep. know what I mean? So he got exceptions made for this woman to be in his presence on his security detail just so that he could sexually harass her. That's some fucking long range fucking harassment. Yeah. Which means that, that there's for her, there's probably like 12 more that he tried. You know what I'm saying? Like every woman he sees in a day, he probably keeps a list of like promote her. No, if he went I that far, I want when I get my next license. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, no, that's that, girl, what I'm... that girl I saw in front of the bakery. I want her working in the bakery. I go to that bakery. No, that's exactly my point. Is like, yo, if he's getting, if he's reaching down deep of like, yo, I saw this person at this random place in time. And I feel like I have the type of control of the universe to move that human being like a chess piece into this other job in their life, this other position, just so that I can fuck around and try to fuck and try to fuck that person like you're already so drunk off of power and so just well see isn't he going off your own shit not the first Cuomo right it aren't they like no Mario uh was the governor of New York all of my my youth and that's why when I was in elementary school Mario Cuomo was the governor of New York. So that, and that's the As thing. their that's father. He, Chris, and, Chris he, and Andrew's father. He thinks he's, he proclaims that he did nothing wrong because he, he's a fucking piece of shit that has been given everything he's wanted his whole life. And so that's one time he's told something like, you did something wrong. He's like, I heard what you're talking about. Everybody loves me. These women love it when I touch them. Like, he needs to get the fuck out of fucking office. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't, like, this ain't going nowhere. It's not like Monday he's going to go to work and it's not going to be fucking huge. And then Tuesday, fucking Wednesday, Thursday, the rest of his time in office is going to be this. Like, and that's How much time doing. does he have left? Do we know? No, no idea. Well, they're already doing an impeachment inquiry. Um, you know, they're already doing an imp- impeachment inquiry. Um, and it's probably only getting sped up because of... Letitia James inquiry. I don't think that when Democrats don't need this right now. I think is another reason they're going to speed it the fuck up as quick as possible. Be like, hey, the midterms are coming. We need this gone. We need somebody else standing there. I mean, that's facts. That's true. Um, and also that I mean, it is ammunition for the whole. You know, Trump. That's the other thing about Madison Crawfish uh, is that. Um, He's a part of. Have you seen this shit about what they're calling the Trump cabinet? There's some bug. It's some bug out shit. He has. uh, And feel free to you know rejoin the conversation anytime, Silvery. Just because you're sitting there with your hair looking all fly doesn't mean you're not responsible for the speaking part. Um, I noticed you went off screen and came back with a different fly ass hairstyle. Just saying. No, that's the uh, same hairstyle. Yo, I'm just getting I'm getting real Cuomo with this shit right now. Um. <laughs> just trying to emphasize how power corrupts absolutely. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, so Trump is supposedly meeting with a group that he is referring to as his cabinet, or at least Mark Meadows, former yeah. 
chief of staff has referred to as his cabinet. Madison Crawfish is one of them uh, that has been meeting with him. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of come out. People are like, yo, former presidents do not have a cabinet. No. You don't have cabinet meetings and you do not have a chief of staff. This is really being put out there for... You know, you're kind of January 6th nuts. And you do other governments have cabinets? Is that a thing? Like, is it what? Just calling it a cabinet. Like, we have a group of secretaries. What should we call it? Cabinet. cabinet. They have a bureau. They have a cabinet. Okay. Now, bureau makes that's that's where I think they got it from. They're like, well, we have the bureau over here. You're like, well, we can call it the table. Like, well, we already have a table in the middle of the room. Nah, they were like, yo, a vestibule? What do you think? Can we have uh, an armoire? Can we have like a, the presidential armoire? Presidential In, trunk. How much you want to bet? I know nothing about the French political system, but they probably do not have a cabinet. They have an armoire. Uh, armoire. And I'm going to say Germany has a vestibule. Yes. In Louisiana, they have a fainting couch. <laughs> The governor's painting couch. Apparently in New York State, they got a goddamn painting couch. Fucking casting couch. That's fucking gross. And they got to clean Mario's, or what's his name? It's not Mario, it's Mario's son. Andrew. Andrew. They got to clean his office. Jizz everywhere. It would have been better if he had run as Super Mario Cuomo. Like, the son would just be Super Mario Cuomo. Um, Also, you getting John Blaze with these 8-bit Sunglasses on uh, in outer space is making me so jealous. It's it's a good life. life (laughs) In outer space. I wish my glasses uh, disappeared for a second there. That was weird. uh, I wish the audience could see how you're living in these. Um, How much time we got left? It's about an hour right now, I think. Are we in an hour? I don't have a timer like I normally do. I had to like look at my phone about 10 minutes in to be like, oh. Okay. Uh, well, just uh, one. Uh, all right. Just because I'm Captain Good News uh, all the time now. You know, everybody knows I'm, Jerk brings the good vibes. You know what I mean? That's small about is good vibes. Are you spreading the good news? I mean, have you heard the good news? Um, I mean, Adam Strange is in outer spice. Good news spreads. Um, true, it's true. Uh, like, like, like the Delta. You know what I mean? It did widespread panic. Okay, like I'm, no, I'm not a fan. Never been uh, a fan. But no, a, they were playing downtown this weekend, and I was like, okay, if your name's first off, just just call it panic. You know, your fans will figure it out. You don't got to say widespread right now. And mm. second off, don't you just just stay home. You know what? You know what? You've done enough shows. You know, I know. Yeah. Playing shows is fun. You're a band. That's what they do. He's done a lot. The Spreadnecks right were now. out in full force. But they did have a testing tent, which I had never seen before when I was like 20 minutes late for work because those fuckers were like all over downtown everywhere and I couldn't get through downtown. But there was two tents of doing tests to get into the show. Never seen that. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you understand that like when the swabs come up with like, you've tested positive for cocaine. <laughs> Like, you know, cocaine 19 is what you tested positive for. Like, get the fuck out of here. 
I heard they had to be vaccinated to get in, but was it one or the other, like a rapid negative you or a had vaccine to have card? Proof, 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 yeah, a card or a or a test out front. Get out of here! But I'm like, yeah. These motherfuckers standing out there with a the finger up, waiting for the, the 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 vaccine card miracle. Yeah. And it's cocaine, 19. <laughs> it's really only 19% cocaine. Who's got my miracle, bro? Yeah, they're like, sir, you've tested positive for the fentanyl cut. Uh, you're actually going to die in a lot quicker than the and, COVID. <laughs> an article just came out this week about, okay, San Diego police officer about a couple weeks ago or earlier in the month that a video just came out of him testing fentanyl, and then he passes out. He's on the ground shaking, and then they give him the nose Narcon spray, and he comes mm. back to, and he's totally fine. Okay, this these scientists came out and were like, hey, first off, fentanyl, it's not a brand new thing, you know. We've mm-hmm. we've, we've we've known about this. This is, this is a, a drug. We've had this for years and years and years and years. He is mainly was used for surgery. Yeah. Touching it is not a thing that you don't just get it and fall down shaking like that. What's right. happening is your officers are having panic attacks because you keep telling them how dangerous it is. And that officer's symptoms were a perfect panic attack. And when he got the blast in his nose, it wasn't that that helped him. It's that he thought it helped him because the officer sitting there doing the test. And then the second the test goes the right color and he's like, oh, it's fentanyl. Then he falls down. It's like when he learned it was fentanyl, he fell down. And then he got right back up. And like the way that the shot hit him, he just like right back to normal and fine. And then they went to test him later and there was nothing in his system. So basically, a lot of the cops that fall down because they got sick off of touching fentanyl were actually having panic attacks and not yeah, sick from no, touching I mean, fentanyl. Even though you shouldn't touch it's, fentanyl, it's most likely not going to kill you from an overdose thump within two minutes of touching it. I mean, there's it, fentanyl patches, there's fentanyl in epidurals during childhood. Yep. See, and it has to be set in a certain way to absorb into your skin rapid enough. And then they say, well, airborne. And it's like, well, it actually has to be like put in the air with a machine for like five minutes for you to inhale enough. To actually have it affect you that so way. So you're saying Do you think that's that, what the jet streams are behind the airplanes? Oh, you mean fucking the chemtrails uh, are chemtrails are fentanyl? Oh man, I leave what? you froze like chemtrails in your nose. Um, or are you saying that the chemtrails are the vaccines and that fentanyl is the Pfizer? Oh my God! Do we just blow your mind? Are we out of here on that note? Oh my God! Uh, are you saying that shit happens psychosomatically? Yes. And we're <laughs> all panicking right now, and that that panic is in fact widespread. 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 Widespread anus. Yeah, we're at, we're ending on that. We're ending, don't, don't say shit. All right. On behalf <laughs> of my girl, Silvery Plath, a.k.a. Yoni Berra, a.k.a. Woko Ono, a.k.a. Hair's looking real good right now, a.k.a. Sammy Guns, a.k.a. Rhonda Morgan Betts. Uh, and my man, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Whitey Bulger Cam, a.k.a. General Zone, a.k.a. Chevy Chafe, a.k.a. Chafe Guevara, a.k.a. Pizza Hat, a.k.a. Otter Spice. I am your host, the Foul Mouth Jerk, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Punani DeFranco, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, uh, the Boulevard Thunder God known to the ladies 
There's a named Sugar Cookie, the Archduke of Depeche Mode by Noof Balloons, aka Return of the Zoom Bap, aka Quentin Quarantino, aka COVID 24. I'm way out here and y'all can't catch me, aka A plus symptomatic. Uh, yeah. You have been rocking with the worst official first Zoom episode. You can't stop us no matter how many germs you psychosomatically infect us with. We are out here and we are also, ironically, in jail. This is the worst case scenario because two wrongs don't make it work. Two wrongs don't make it right. I almost said it. Two wrongs don't make it right. But three wrongs definitely make it worse. So we don't laugh just because you're looking all good. Ooh.